on this episode of Two Guys, One Truth. Every day I stray farther from God's light. Mm. Oh, baby. Are you ready? Who's Bill Gates? The discovery and study of this particle could destroy literally everything. Double-sided dildos for everyone. We are almost certainly living in a computer simulation. We exist in a malted milk ball. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. You're a mound bar lover. Dude, it's it's chocolate and coconut. Oh, you're a psycho. What's going on, YouTube? We are back with another McDonald's mukbang. Today, we're going to be eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, chicken nuggies. You know, there's nothing better at 3 a.m. Drunk off your ass. 16 chicken nuggies hot in your lap. I thought you were going to say Taiwanese prostitutes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're oh, that's what uh, that's what I meant. I call them chicken nuggies for legal reasons. No, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, because you can't say you're you can't say oh, I'm going out to meet up with my Taiwanese prostitute, but you can say I'm going to go get some chicken nuggies with Szechuan sauce. Well, I wish someone would have told me that before last Tuesday. <laughs> Every day, every day I stray farther from God's light. <laughs> every single day. Every single day. Yeah, well, you know what they say. The light is bright, but the shadow is... Maddo. Thank you. They say that. <laughs> no, I'm, that's not, not a something... That's not a stoop. They say that. Are you Googling it? Oh, yeah. Watch Rachel Maddo highlights. Let's see what I... January 31st. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just as I suspected. <laughs> Light is bright and shadow is matter. This is they've been. This goes back to ancient Greeks. I'm sorry. All right, let's get on with it here. I want to make a reskin of the Shadow the Hedgehog game, but it's Rachel Maddow's face. It's a deep cut. It's a deep <laughs> cut. That's a very deep cut. I would. I would love it. Oh, that's boy. A, that's as deep as a deep cut can get. You're hitting bone with that one. <laughs> shadow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, all right. Welcome back to Two Boys, One Little Guy. On today's show, <laughs> we're gonna see how many things we can fit in my asshole before I complain. Spoiler alert: it's several. But hey, welcome back to Two Guys, One Truth, the weekly podcast where Nick and I try and convince each other of different conspiracy theories, paranormal encounters, cryptids and other undeniable truths to see if we can uh, make the other one believe the, th- the thing. And I swear to God, one of the, one of these days I'll get the, I'll get the elevator pitch down, but, but for now we're, we're going raw and he's Austin and I'm Austin and he's Nick and he's Austin and I'm Austin and this is the show. Welcome to the show. Come on down. Welcome to the show. Happy Everybody Wednesday, because that's when Everybody I release them. Come on down. Everybody in the crowd tonight, you get a double-sided dildo. And you get double-sided dildos for everyone. That's right. And now we're all going to join in on a group, sing-along, 
of Bismarcky's hit song. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. I'm upset. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's valid. That is a you're allowed to feel you that just way. Belted into song mid intro. <laughs> you complained. You you thought less of yourself. You said, "I'll get that elevator." You had a little self deprecation. You said, "I'll get that elevator pitch right one of these days." And instead of pushing past it, you belt it out into Bismarcky. You, you got what I need. If you know one more lyric to that song than you got what I need, I'll give you, I'll Venmo you five bucks right now. But you say he's just a friend. Shit. Did I say five bucks right now? <laughs> I meant five bucks in 2024. I swear I'm good for it. <laughs> Today, I swear, I want you to mark this down anywhere on earth. I'm, I guarantee you at this moment, All right. on February 3rd, 2024, I will give you $5. <laughs> hey, Siri, set a reminder for February 3rd, 2024, Nick owes me $5. That's right. <laughs> I'm good for it. You knew the Bismarcky lyrics. I'm going to eat my dirt. I got to eat my shoe. Whatever the phrase is, eat my dirt. Nobody has their own dirt. I, well, I guess we. I guess you do if you own property. I'm sorry. Let's, <laughs> what's All right. You're trying to convince me of a conspiracy. That's theory. right. Do you remember 2012, the 2009 film starring John Cusack, Woody Harrelson, and Danny Glover? I actually have... I actually have a core memory involving that film. Perfect. Because today we're talking about how Hollywood intentionally bombed that movie with negative reviews to snub it from getting an Oscar. <laughs> that's the conspiracy. <laughs> that's the, that's you the have, theory. You have no. evidence backing up this claim, <laughs> not just your own personal. No, I don't. But that is also not the theory. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, there's no way. Can you imagine? <laughs> but no, it... Um, <laughs> it was a terrible movie. It was not good. Anyway, so... Yeah, so I I started off looking up weird things that have happened in the world since 2012. Because I feel like the past decade especially has been particularly strange. So... This is just like a couple bullet points of what the stuff I found. But 2014 was the year that the Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 disappeared. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And that that same year, Russians, and this is going to sound crazy, but that same year, Russians sent a harem of geckos to space. What? They sent four female geckos and one male gecko to space to see what sex in 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 space would be like for geckos for i yeah for geckos cuz it's not like that would be how sex would be for us that right. <laughs> their sex and our sex are did they get the geckos back down i don't think the geckos made it back to earth so it was a one way trip <laughs> for Five geckos in space. I mean, that, that race itself. 
It's a reality show I would pay a lot of money to see. <sighs> that is so that's an, uh, that's another weird that happened in 2014 that was 2014 also, that was the same year the malaysia airlines the malaysia disappeared okay. then okay. two years later we elect trump as president and harambe oh my god and harambe happened i for, i didn't even that was a big big impact uh and then two years after that you have that um banksy painting sale 2019 NASA released the first photo of a black hole. How'd they get a pic of the black? How'd they get the pic of that bee hole? Ooh, black hole, big stinky. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it would be, it would be big stinky. Um, but interesting. Jesus, but interestingly, that same year. <laughs> That the black hole photo was was released um a photo of an egg became the most liked post on instagram beating out oh, i remember that kylie I, jenner I was part of that i was part of that um <laughs> proudly i'm proud to say this i was part is, of the i, egg I had thing. not heard of this until today but i'm glad you were aware. oh yeah i i could I, any, anything to anything to Get one up on Kylie Jenner. Egg. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Yeah, well, and then uh, the next year was the COVID-19 pandemic, so. Shit, man. Life goes fast. That's a brief summary of the of the last decade. So, in your mind, the last weird thing, the last noteworthy weird thing that happened before COVID-19 was a picture of an egg getting more likes than Kylie Jenner. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just so I just wanted to clarify. Just want yeah. to clarify. Yeah, from 2012 to 2019, that was the last significant thing that happened in my time. All right, fair enough. So that is the basis of where I'm starting with all of this. But I promise tonight I am bringing some hard-hitting evidence to the table for a theory that is going to blow your goddamn mind. We're talking we're talking evidence with scientific background. Evidence You know I like my science. You know I like the so science. so profound. You might wish that I I never brought it up in the first place. Oh no, my poor little anxiety. Mm, oh baby, are you ready? Lay it on me, sack boy. All right, I gotta rewind the clock a bit, though. What do you mean? We gotta, we gotta go back. We gotta go back in time. Past. We gotta go back, Marty. <laughs> Our story starts in 1954, when Western European nations gathered together and formed what the French called the Conseil European pour les recherches nucléaires, or, in English the European Council for Nuclear Research, which they called CERN. CERN's main focus was um, the study of atomic nuclei right after World War II, but that later evolved into a focus on higher energy physics and subatomic particles. And for the most part, CERN kind of stayed out of the public eye. It was just private research conducted by European nations in the background of the rest of the context of what the world was doing. But whether or not you've heard of CERN directly, 
There is one specific experiment of theirs that made national headlines. On July 4th, 2012, researchers at CERN, specifically in the Large Hadron Collider, announced that they observed a new particle, which they called the Higgs boson particle, a particle crucial for a stable universe. If it became destabilized, it could lead to chaos in the universe, swallowing up everything in its path and leaving nothing but a cold, dark void. In popular news media, this was referred to as smashing the atom. There was a lot of news coverage over this event, and they potentially could have created a black hole. And I think even, like, Stephen Hawking spoke out against this as... Okay, so Bill Gates... (laughs) 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 Who's Bill Gates? Bill Gates of Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I drove for a long time today. (laughs) Uh, Stephen Hawking... The cosmologist. Bill Gates! Man, I'm dumb. Oh, man, cut that out. I don't think anyone should have to know that I'm that dumb. Just to, just to kind of put in a frame of reference of how potentially dangerous this particular particle could be, one of the leading scientific figures in the past millennium was worried that the discovery and study of this particle could destroy literally everything. So it's not just people on strange 4chan forums saying like, oh, Higgs boson, nuclear study, QAnon, world, and boom. It's, I mean, this is this is like an actual scientific conundrum that people are having where they are concerned that the world is going to end. Okay. Basically, the the theory goes that this actually happened in 2012. Researchers at CERN discovered this particle, smashed the atoms together. I'm super simplifying this (laughs) because I'm not a scientist. (laughs) But effectively created a black hole on Earth and swallowed us up. Where this becomes a more complicated issue kind of kind of dips into sci-fi territory with a bit of a scientific basis behind it. In 2003, an Oxford philosopher named Nick Bostrom, uh, he, he posited this theory with three propositions saying at least one of them is true. The first of those theories was that the human species is likely to go extinct before we reach a post-human stage. The second was that any post-human civilization is unlikely to run a significant number of simulations of their evolutionary history to discover that they originated from humans. And the third theory suggests that we are almost certainly living in a computer simulation. <laughs> which is very matrixy. Yeah. And it sounds it sounds crazy. But that was back in 2003. This is nine years before the Higgs boson particle and the concerns about the black hole. All of that 
stems from an even more ancient theory. I, I use the word theory loosely here, but a more ancient belief, which I think most people are probably familiar with, but I'll summarize it really quickly, regarding the Mayan calendar. Okay. Again, it's like it's it's kind of a complicated idea. They their calendar system was very different from ours, but the the core concept of it was that the world existed in cycles, and it was constantly being born and reborn and recreated uh, time and time again. So they uh, estimated, theorized, whatever you want to call it, that a a new grand cycle would start on December 22nd, 2012. That was when their last calendar ended. That was when the supposed cycle they were in at the time ended. And then, of course, pop culture theory ran with it, got distorted, and people in the U.S. and the U.K. looked at it and said, that's the end of the world. But... There is also the possibility that the Mayans were right, and December 22nd, 2012 wasn't maybe necessarily the end of the world, but it was the recreation of the world, or the beginning of a new cycle of the world. And some people, like the Oxford philosopher Nick Bostrom, might suggest, oh, you know, that that was the year that we entered a computer simulation um which i think (laughs) i think that's a bit far-fetched i think that's a bit ridiculous yeah i'm not on the i'm not on the computer simulation uh side yeah i don't think it's fair to say that night we all went to bed and all of a sudden we were in the matrix because man if this is computer simulation it's got a lot of bugs that need to be sorted out Mm -hmm. it's a bit And also, if it was a computer simulation, I would want to do cooler shit. Yeah. If this wasn't my actual physical body and I could, I was just binary code. Do you know how much cool shit I would do? (laughs) I wouldn't just be sitting in a chair from Ikea in my sweatpants drinking $20 whiskey. Yeah, Yeah, no, I know. If we're in a simulation, then life is double meaningless. Yeah, I'd want to hack that shit. So I'm I'm not on board with that theory. But there is another theory, which in a way is it, it's it's more believable, but also more science fiction, but has like a pretty solid scientific background to it. And it's that we exist in a more... <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> we exist in a malted milk ball. We are just one of many malted milk balls. Just a chewy <laughs> ganache of chocolate. Dude, malted milk balls really They are so good. The mm. consistency hurts my little boy teeth. I like them, but it's like I there's a necessary pain that comes with That's them. That's fair. What are the what's the clot? Whoppers. Yeah, whoppers, whoppers. That's what I was thinking of. Oh god, whoppers are so good. You know what I think is an underrated candy bar? 100 grands. I don't think I've ever eaten a 100 grand bar. I don't think most people have, but... Is it just chocolate and peanuts? It is... Uh, what, what is it? Kind of. I mean, it's it's really 100... 
Grand Bar. It is... It has chocolate, caramel, and crisp rice in it. Crisp? It's a Nestle Crunch with caramel. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. I guess they didn't call it like... They didn't call it something like Yumgos or Snickers or Twix or Glinko or Blonglong or something. So yeah. They hundred grand. People yeah, like, they screwed up. That reminds... I I always like I always compare it to a Mounds bar or an almond joy like those candies. That Mounds I just bars. stay away. From. You're a Mound bar lover. Oh, they're so good. Oh, you're a psycho. Dude, you're a it's, psychopath. It's chocolate and coconut. You know what? I know for a fact we've had this exact argument in college. <laughs> I know for a fact we have because I've always hated Mounds bar, and I knew there was one mother <laughs> who defended them to the grave, and it was you. The funny thing is, I don't even think I had a mound bar until we had this conversation. Like, I think the thing that brought it up was me tasting a mound bar for the first time and being like, F- that's good. And you were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They're yeah, I don't so know. I good. think mounds bars, I think they suck ass. I think they're like... I'd rather eat a dirty diaper. <laughs> oh, I think I even I even brought it up to my mom, and I was like, "Mom, how do you feel about mound bars?" And she's like, "Oh, they're 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 among my favorite." She loves mound bars and baby Ruths. Psychopath, psychopath family, <laughs> get away from me! Ah, oh, damn, yeah, mound bars are good. Maybe I'll give it another shot. Yeah, I mean, do you drink root beer now? No, I still don't love root beer, but that's <laughs> only because of the incident. That's only because of the incident. That was why I was asking. It's like, I don't know. And how, it's been... That was so bad. It's been almost a decade since that incident, though, hasn't it? Literally nine years. Yeah, f- Wow. I don't know, man. It might be time to try root beer again. I'm scared. What did you mix it with? Scotch. <laughs> oh, no, that is a we bad didn't combo. We no, man. We just broke into the cabinet <laughs> and whatever was in there, we poured. Oh. We were oh, young. No. Actually, I think it was 10 years. Yeah, I was 16. For legal reasons, I was 21 years of age. I was 21 years old. You should see what my face looks like just talking about it. <laughs> but hey, we were 18-year-old boys. We were just little baby boys. You had to make do. Anyways. Did this happen because of malted milk balls? We went from multiverse to malted milk balls. So... <laughs> So your theory is that there's a multiverse. Yes, my theory is there it's it's a complicated theory, but the theory is that in 2012 when CERN discovered the Higgs boson particle, they accidentally created a black hole and it connected us with the multiverse, effectively destroying our universe and colliding us with another one, which would be the explanation for Um, the Mandela effect, as well as the phenomenon known as time slips. So it's, we collided with a parallel universe that was not all that different from ours, but enough to make it kind of weird sometimes. Exactly. In fact, yeah, like the Berenstain Bears thing, the interview with the vampire, thing the you know the classic like the nelson mandela thing all of that stuff is a result of us colliding with a very similar parallel universe with slight differences and that and then that is backed up by people's experiences of these things called time slips the most famous example of this is 
that in the 90s, a British police officer went off duty, was going to meet his wife at a bookstore, and when he got there, it was a woman's clothing store. And he looked around, and he was surrounded by a bunch of people in mid-century clothing, and the only other person in 90s-era clothing was a woman in a strapless green dress. And she entered the clothing store and he followed her in and when they got inside he said in the blink of an eye everything returned to normal and it was a bookstore and he was back in the 90s and it was what it was and then uh i forget i, I should have written this down i didn't but the name of the clothing store and the name of the bookstore were different so he looked up the name of the clothing store later and he found out that it was an actual clothing store that existed sometime in the like 1950s 60s closed and then became a bookstore so the idea is that he like turned a corner stepped back in time and then returned to his own time so it's just these weird kind of moments where people are seeing into the past not directly acting with it. It's not fully time travel, Marty McFly style, but it's like you just kind of step through a wormhole for a second. Yeah, that's interesting. But the multiversal theory explains how that could be possible, especially if something caused our universe to collide with another one. Hmm. So that's all I got. That's all, that's, that's all the information I have. But... I'm not going to lie. I went into this expecting nothing. I had no expectations and then went down a very deep rabbit hole. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, there was a lot to it. I, I mean, I'm sure there are other theories as to what happened that year than what I found. Right. But the fact is that something happened that was weird. Something we probably can't even, like, understand or comprehend in our minds but right. happened on this upper plane of existence i think the second the word multiverse shows up you're not like <laughs> oh let's see how this explains because i because that one word immediately results in a million possibilities because you, you don't just say like oh it's the multiverse you know that thing we all understand like gravity. Yeah. Yeah. In this universe, I grabbed a spoon instead of a fork, and that's the only difference. Right, or you're an inch shorter, or an inch taller, or you have one... I mean, it, like, in an infinite multiverse of infinite possibilities, there's a universe where... Everything about your life is exactly the same, but you have one more hair follicle. <laughs> and that is the only difference. I'd look like, I'd look like Charlie Brown. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just the way it goes. Is the natural... If you believe in that theory, if you think the multiverse is real, then, I mean, everything is real at that point. Like, Hogwarts is real. Middle Earth is real because you can't definitively say they're not. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So there is a universe where you and I are having this exact same conversation, except I'm missing my bottom right canine tooth, but everything else is the same. But there's also a universe where I'm a sexy blonde Russian woman. 
<laughs> and like we're having this conversation. Like it's just, just my, I met you Russian. You're just this sexy blonde Russian woman, <laughs> completely platonic. I mean, there's just there's so there's infinite possibilities. I think the biggest thing with this to kind of to kind of reel it back to summarize it with this theory that the world ended in 2012 when we merged with an alternate. Earth. It sounds so far fetched, but as a non religious person and an admitted optimist, I like to think that some of these outrageous possibilities are actually possible. And so when it comes to like a multiverse scenario, it's like I, I don't I don't know enough to rule that option out. And I don't think scientists know enough to rule that option out. And I think it's kind of silly for us to sit here and say, we're the only intelligent species inhabiting planet in the universe. And also, this is the only universe. So we are the best of the best. Because, dude, I mean, f- we are not the best of the best. <laughs> we are, like, we are far from that. On that, on that note, do you ever think that intrusive thoughts are just visions of other multiverses? Oh, that's an interesting thought. I don't I don't know if you have intrusive thoughts. I do. Like, what if I just got up in the middle of this fun time I'm having with my friends and bludgeoned my friend to death with a hammer? Everyone would have to react. It would become a huge problem for everyone. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just a psycho. I don't, I, sometimes that pops into my head. Not that I want to do it, but like, oh my God, what would happen? Quick things that could change everything. When you think about consequences of your actions, it's like it is important on a small scale where it's like, oh, I can't do I can't, you know, I can't murder this person because I have to spend the next 18 years in prison now on a small scale. Yeah. But then you think, but if there are infinite me's (laughs) like (laughs) what is 18 years in the face of eternity. I'm not saying to kill someone. I'm, I'm worried that that's even... I'm saying we should murder everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I I have the intrusive thought. I don't even want to kill this person. I don't want... Uh, you know, it's just like, what if yeah. everything would change? Yeah, yeah. If you, in the middle of one of our classes in college, took your shirt off, pinched your nipples as hard as you could, got up on a table, stuck your ass crack out, and said, I'm a nipply grandmother. <laughs> Your life would be 100% different today. Everyone would, you would be, I mean, all right, we're on a completely different, (laughs) but you know what I mean? (laughs) All it takes is something that all you, it's something so simple. Getting up on a table, removing your shirt, pinching your nipples. Three of the easiest things you could ever do. It's, it's similar to the butterfly effect where it's like you could, I mean, I may, I, it might not even be similar. It might literally, I might just be defining the butterfly effect, but it's like you could walk down a street to go back to your apartment and go right or left. And depending on which way you go, any number of things happens. Infinite possibilities. Yeah. 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 But like, and the, I guess the idea of this all is if you take that concept of like, oh, you know, I, I mean, it could even be as minute a thing as I showed up to class with a, a pen instead of a pencil, and now I can't erase shit. 
And it could be as dumb as that. And it, you're like, ah, oh, this, I mean, it's in my notebook. Who cares? Who gives a shit? It's not going to affect anything else. But all of a sudden, because you didn't erase Steve's notes about your <laughs> character's incessant horniness. <laughs> the, the, incessant. It's, it's just uncontrollable. Because you didn't erase the notes about that. Now Hitler 2 has risen in Romania. But like when you look at that on a, a larger scale... It's not impossible to believe that, you know, two scientists were like, oh, hey, a new particle. Uh oh, we done made a black hole. And now we have collided with a larger universe we didn't even know about outside of our own. And things are merging in a weird way. And some people kind of notice it, but we just laugh it off. Like, that's not. It sound, it, it's weird because it sounds like such a far-fetched idea, but it's not at all when you scale it down to a smaller level. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly it's an interesting theory, but I have to say that we lack, we lack sufficient evidence to rule it in or rule it out, so that makes it nothing. Yeah, I agree. However, however... It is super interesting, and like it's not the last thing I would believe. You know what I mean? Like everything around, it's like yeah, in a theor- in a theoretical sense, I I follow it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's I think it makes for an interesting uh, National Geographic piece. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think it's an interesting read. I think it's cool to talk about. But I look, I was around on December twenty second, twenty twelve. And I don't distinctly remember facing oblivion in a black hole. Right. Or, you know, with highbrow shit like that, it could all happen in a fraction of a millisecond and not even exist on terms that we can fathom or comprehend as humans. So it all happened almost seamlessly and visibly to us, but it happened. But also weird shit happened before 2012. Sure. Which I think... Did you hear about that Joyzy devil? So, as interesting as this conspiracy theory is, as as crazy as the fact that um, CERN is a thing that is actively researching, like, yeah. <laughs> subatomic particles, which is crazy to think about. I guess someone has to. Yeah, someone's got to do it. It's just like, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, with everything, all the, all the, all the examples, you, I definitely believe this theory more than I did. It's not like a. Hmm. Yeah, I think maybe. there is a legitimate argument to be made for this theory, and I think someone smarter than me could convince me that it's true. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there's probably something you can find somewhere on the internet that you would watch yeah. it and after it you go, Shit, Yeah, I think I if an intelligent it. person presented this information to me, I'd be like, Fuck yeah, you're right. But because I said it, I no, I don't I don't think the world ended. But I do think it is an interesting theory that was worth talking about. Me too. Absolutely. Multiple malted milk balls. I mean, they come in a package next to each. Like, it's like multiple malted milk balls. Oh, f***. It was right in front of our faces this entire time. 
Holy shit, the proof is in the pudding. The proof was in the malted milk balls. Damn, it's staring us in the face. Just uh, just a couple of balls that tells you everything you need to know. Tune in next week where we will be talking about our bathwater That's line. That's right. That's right. You can go to www.austinandnicksbathwater.com with HTTP colon slash slash me and my little bum bum. You can get a new water. You can get a 12 pack of bathwater for only 16 dollars. Uh, and that is including tax.com. And good luck spelling all that out. Last week, the sale was too good and we actually... We lost money because our, our water bill was h- higher than what we were selling the bathwater for. So, this week, it is a much more exclusive... Well, you kept unplug you kept unplugging the cork in the bathtub. We had to keep refilling I the bath. I just wanted to make sure we were getting absolutely pure bathwater. No, the point is to soak in it, to get our dirt and our grime mixed in. With but it. It I wanted to, to make cloudy. sure it was just us in the bathwater. You know, I didn't want any uh, bathtub cleaning agents. I didn't want any soap. I just wanted us and our grime. I think we're, I think we were on two different pages involving this bathwater business, and we're going to need to have a separate meeting to discuss this outside of the right. podcast, because I really, really, really do not want okay, to get Okay, that's fine, because I've right already now. set up AustinHarveyBathwater.com, um, where you can go and buy my exclusive bathwater that doesn't involve Nick. Oh my f***ing God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strangle you. I'm going to strangle... The next time I see you in person... I'm going to strangle you. It's a good thing we do this podcast remotely. (laughs) Oh, my good God. Tune in next week where I will be – I already have my idea for next week. You ready for it? Tune in next week where um, 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 I didn't study. That's right. Tune in next week, folks, for the uh, only official episode of the Austin Harvey live from his bath live stream where I answer all your questions about what kind of bubbles I'm using in my bath. I just can't believe that our businesses broke apart this fast. (laughs) I thought, I thought we had like four more fiscal years. (laughs) We didn't even make it one month. It's uh, it's it's one of those things. You this is advice. Take this from advice as bathwater salesman. It will tear you and your friends apart. You have to understand that the money is so lucrative in this business that you will want it all for yourself to the point where you will betray people you love. Never go into bathwater business with your friends. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.